Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep with your host, Joel Conan. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've been the penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. What's up, everyone? What's up? Welcome to Pre-Market Prep. Spencer Israel. Let me bring Joel and Dennis on here. Guys, I'm <laughs> sorry. I, I lost all track of time. That was one of the best intros we've ever had, I think. Going a little uh, <laughs> here. Thank you, thank you, AMC. Free popcorn. Yeah. Um, it's still good the next day, I'll tell you that. <laughs> anyway, Excellent. good morning, guys. Free popcorn. Good morning. <laughs> What's up? That was good. That was good. That was good. How we doing? I don't even know. Me and Joel are like, we don't even know what to say <laughs> after that. We're both sitting here in shock. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good. Yeah, you know, you, you just, you know, you got got your AMC coffee. You know, you got your popcorn. It's gonna be a good day. Gonna be. Did you day. actually go to AMC to go get that? Did you go to the AMC movie theater to go get that stuff? Well, where else would I have gone? No, I didn't know if you had it. Like, you actually went to the theater last night just to get that stuff. Did you go to the theater uh, last night? I actually did go just to get this. Doesn't matter. What'd you see? What'd you? what you? Did you watch a movie? <laughs> no. No. You no, just went to get the free no, popcorn. No, no, did you no. sign up and actually get the free popcorn and then walk no. out? No. He, no. So, so here's what happened. I I went and I was like, hey, can you guys just give me like a bucket, a bucket and a bag? That's all they want. And they were like, no, because we do inventory. We have to charge you. And I was like, really? And they said, really. And I said, all right, um, well, like, I guess I'll just buy it then. <laughs> Wait, oh, actually, hold on one second. So, so I, um, so I, I, I speak to the, I asked to speak to the manager and he says the same thing and he's like, you have to buy it. I was like, all right, so I guess I'll just buy a bucket. And then the guy was like, well, I can also sell you if you want our old buckets, which are the Wonder Woman buckets that, that we don't use anymore. Oh, cool. I was like, all right, give me one of those two while you're at it. So I got a Wonder Woman bucket. I got my Top Gun bucket. I got my bag. And I walked out of there twenty dollars poor. But if you would have if you would have just bought one share of AMC, you could have walked out of there oh, with that popcorn. Because you, you have to be in the Stubbs program, which I am not in. Oh, so all right, because anyway. one share of AMC is only forty seven bucks right now. So know. you know you could have bought one share, basically bought AMC at twenty seven dollars because you wouldn't have had to pony out your twenty bucks. I know. Well, Good I, to go. I figured Ben Single will 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 pay for it. But uh, anyway, good morning, everyone. We got a good show for you today. Wow. Uh, Marcus Heidkarter was joining us in a few minutes at 8.30, right around the, uh, the jobs number, actually. Don't forget about the jobs number, guys. We do have a number at, at 8.30. We'll talk AMC, of course. We'll talk uh, Pershing Square, um, PSTH, or Pershing Town Teen Holdings, I, sh- I should say. Bill Ackman has found a target, at least one target, one of maybe more to come. We'll talk about that as well. we got some earnings. Uh, Joel, good morning. Is your internet fixed? Yep, yep. Just okay. a couple of reboots. We're ready to go. Uh, S&Ps are trading up five and a half handles. Yeah, at 40- I, I, before you continue, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I forgot to say this one thing. Um, guys, let me uh, share my screen for a second here and show you something. We are on the doorstep. Benzinga is on the doorstep of 100 
thousand subscribers on YouTube. That's a live number right now. Nine nine eight nine seven. That's a live number. If that popcorn opening doesn't put us over the top, if I don't this know pop what opening is not past one hundred k. I don't know what will. Okay. As a reminder, nine nine eight nine seven. Let's bring it up. Oh, it just went up a little bit right there live. Let's bring it up. Let's get it to hundred thousand. We'll put on our our hundred thousand hats. Benzinga one hundred thousand. You one hundred k. As a reminder, we're uh, we got one more. As part of this uh this whole. Um, 100k thing, we're giving away your free share. Whoops, thing just lost control. We're giving away a free share of Tesla. That contest ends tonight. The link is in the description. I'll put it in chat. Uh, enter the Gleam contest to maybe win one free share of Tesla. Whoops, there's a link. It's in that chat and it's in that chat. The contest ends tonight because we're gonna, gonna hit 100k today. Anyway, uh, yeah, I do think we just lost Joel. Joel, are you back with us? No. Joel's got some internet problems over Joel's there. Something's going on, Joel. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There he is. Joel, are, are we back? Yeah, yeah. We should be good to go now. All right. Uh, the, the YouTube code, guys, is – I'm sorry. I didn't put it in there. YouTube code is slime raz. the word S-L-I-M-E, Raz, R-A-Z. Look at that. Look at that. Now we're at 900, 901. Let's go. We're 100 away. All right, Joel. We're getting it by the end of the show. Let's bring up your charts and let's do some levels here. Okay, S&P futures are trading up five and a half handles, 41.96.75. You have crude, that's in the green by 17 cents at 68.98. Gold is in the green too by a buck 30 at 18.74.60. Silver's in the red, just a tad, 1.2 cents at 27,000, 27,000, 27.46. I'm thinking in the thousands because Bitcoin is down almost $3,000. These are the futures. They're down 2800 at 35900 I guess uh, Musk had a tweet. Yeah. Ethereum's down $243 at uh, $2,565. So that trading range in Bitcoin, we've been talking about 35 to 40 hmm. This might be shaking today, folks, but I mean, trading range is a trading range. This is unbelievable that, you know, he tweets out and it kind of people are interpreting as a breakup picture um, on Bitcoin and it falls, you know, 5% on this. I mean, this is your store of value that, you know, Bitcoin, you know, we got Elon Musk sending out a tweet and it can fall 5%. I mean, it's still just speculation and what a, what a driver the Elon Musk Twitter account is for Bitcoin. I mean, there's no other driver that is more important to Bitcoin right now than Elon Musk. I don't know. That will not be forever. But right now, he's the driver of everything crypto. Just his, you know, tweets, you know, or is that a meme? Do you call that a meme? I don't even know if you call that. Yeah, but yeah it's a meme. That's a meme. Anyway, so a meme here from Elon Musk has driven Bitcoin down 5% today. So I don't even know how to interpret that. They said on CNBC it's a breakup thing. It kind of looks like they're not happy. So I guess that means Elon Musk is not happy with Bitcoin. <laughs> I I guess I have no idea what he's. This is where we've gone. Our fundamental analysis now <laughs> is analyzing memes. What does this ice cream cone mean? <laughs> what does this breakup picture? Well, the breakup picture is pretty obvious, but I yeah. mean that's where we've gone here now, Joel Spencer, in our fundamental analysis. We got to put a course for this in the CFA uh, program because we're going to have to have the whole. Well, maybe and have to bring in level four. We have level one, level two, level three. Maybe we'll do CFA level four, and it's just meme analysis, and that's it. 
Because yeah. you know what? That's what matters most to this market. A hell of a lot more in the fundamentals is the means. It's not a bad idea, actually. I'm telling you. You should hit up the CFA. And- I've helped. I've helped. I helped develop. Some, and I've helped with the level three courses at CFA. I've been involved with CFA Institute for a lot of years. So me, maybe I'm going to throw that out there. I'll talk to my contacts at CFA Institute <laughs> and see if they want to add meme analysis to, to the curriculum. We'll see. Anyway, Dennis uh, or Joel, before you came on, we were talking with Dennis uh, and he noted the rather unique inside day that AMC had yesterday. Um, Even though it had a pretty wide range, it hit 77 in the pre-market. It hit uh, 30, what, 39 yesterday? How low did it get? 37? Uh, a little bit lower than that. Uh, but still, I guess, it's an inside day, right? I mean, uh, there's low, an inside day. Look at the yeah. candles. Show the candles. We had an inside, an inside day yesterday in AMC. That has got to be the biggest candle I have ever seen in the history of candles to be an inside day. The low of yesterday, 37.66, the high 68.80, and it was an inside day. Because the low before was 35.59, the high was 72.62. So resistance, very well defined. Support, very well defined. Do we get the triple bottom in the 38 area? Or do we get the triple top in the 68 area? Wow, that's incredible. <laughs> Calm down volatility. now. Whether you're a bull or whether you're a bear, the volatility in AMC is nothing short of incredible. Although volume, volume dropped 23% yesterday. Oh. That's why we had the inside day. Maybe. Uh, so 40, quiet here. 45 to 50. Uh, looks like, I think it's going to calm down today. 45 to 50 <laughs> is uh, the trading range. 45 <laughs> to 50. I'll go out on that. I'll take a lunch bet and say that this trading range gets outside of 45 to 50. That we have a wider than five point uh, range on AMC. I'm going to give you, give you extra. I'm going to say, and I, I will bet you a lunch that we have uh, uh, we have a day here where this, where it's it's at least ten points the difference between the high and the low of the day. It's very the range I, is going to be at least ten points. Okay, it will probably be more than ten points. So you're not going to take me on that back. I give no. it to you. It's only five points so far. This should be a slam dunk. You wouldn't take me on the sixty one. And you yesterday. know what? We'll do the lunch. We won't even do a lunch bet. We'll do a movie theater bet. You know where we go, and you know you take me to a movie. Popcorns <laughs> on me. Popcorns on me. Popcorn. You got to oh. sign up for that free popcorn. You'll figure that out. Of course it is. The only person that got the free steak shack burger. Since 4 a.m., I'm just giving you the range. And since 4 a.m., the high's been 50.66. The early traders got up, and the low has been 44.15. So I was wrong. It's 44.15 to 50.68. But a little consolidation. Maybe I'll have an inside day on top of an inside day. That could happen. That could very well happen. Um. So anyways, technicals are there, 38, 68. (laughs) That's the range yesterday. That's what I'll give you. So let's move on. We're not going to talk about AMC the entire show. We're going to actually move on right away from AMC. Maybe we'll come back to it eventually. But let's get into some other stocks. And I do want to go where you want to take this. Because uh, I believe you own shares of it, PSTH. I do. Uh, it, I sort of like honestly forgot that I had it because I just don't. Uh-oh. I, I, no, not like in a bad way. Like I, like I think, like, like I, deep down, I knew I, I just didn't think about it for a while because I was like, I'm just gonna see what happens. Anyway, what was I waiting for this entire time? It turns out I was waiting for uh, a portion 
of Universal Music Group because no one saw this twist coming, right? Everyone's like, oh, it's the largest spec in terms of money raised. What are they going to buy? What are they going to yeah, buy? Yeah. Well, it turns out, plot twist, um, they could end up buying more than one company. They're buying a piece of Universal Music Group, about 10% of the outstanding shares uh, for $4 billion. And they're going to, uh, PSTH is going to remain. Uh, the ticker, it's going to remain as a public company. They're not going to do a conversion. They're going to have about 1.5 bill left uh, of cash that they will then look to redeploy somewhere else. So uh, in true Ackman fashion, this is this is definitely the most unique of SPACs. It was, remember the... Um, the pay the payout structure for the pipe investors was different for this one as well, uh, and now he's saying, "Well, here we're doing we're going to buy ten percent of Universal Music Group, uh, and we're going to have more money left over, so maybe we buy somebody else down the road." So all that shakes out to a stock being down in the pre market session this morning. The the target's simply not good enough. You've got every spac pretty much, you know, uh, a lot of them actually, you know, traded back to par. And here's one pre-deal. You know, you don't have a lot of SPACs pre-deal that are trading above par. And here you've got Pershing Square that's still trading significantly above par at 25. Par 20 on this, Spencer? Yeah, they started this Somebody said it was 22. I think it's 20, though. No, I thought it was 20. I'm pretty sure it's 20. I don't think it's ever traded down to par. Maybe the lows are 22, but I'm pretty sure it's 20. So you got, you know... Bill Ackman's going to get us a great deal. So, you know, we'll p- trade with 20% premium when none of the other ones are trading with any premium at all. Well, that premium just got sucked out. So, I don't know. Am I bullish this? No, I was bearish. I tweeted bearish on it last night, actually, when the deal was announced. I was like, I don't think the target's good enough. I actually was going to short the stock. Um, it got bit up, and then I hesitated. And I'm like, oh, the warrants are there. So, I went and tried to short the warrants, which is PSTH. WS, there was 3,000 shares, but at 890, couldn't get a locate, couldn't get a locate anywhere on the warrants. So, at least not, you know, quick enough. And then you can go outside. But I tried my two local brokers and no locate. And contrary to, you know, popular opinion, naked short selling is absolutely not allowed. I would go to jail for that. So, I know everybody believes that everybody's just the Wild West and everybody's naked short selling. But no, you have to get a locate before you hit something. Uh, at a prop firm, you it's slow hanging fruit, and you go to jail or you get you know, significantly fined, but potentially going to jail for a long time for naked short selling. So there's absolutely no naked short selling, very little going on in the market, contrary to popular opinion. But um, that's another story. Anyways, I cannot get shorted. It's down 22%. Moral of my story is no, I'm not bullish after this deal. I don't think the target is good enough. I uh, tried to get to this daily high at 20, just over 26, 2607. That was your high back on May 18th. And uh, I guess we're not the only people to read charts. Uh, they're out there at 2580. Probably had orders stacked all the way above 25 and a half up to 26. Just make sure they got a piece. Uh, from a technical standpoint, we're coming in here. We're holding $23 down, a, you know, a buck 85. Been in a little bit of a trading range ahead of this, too. So keep an eye on the pre-market lows. If you, well, the pre-market low is way down there uh, at uh, 2151. It's interesting that he, he saved some money. That's either, you know, a stock, you know, strategic move where, you know, he's waiting for a better deal. Because eventually, if you don't do a deal, you'll it, you lose the money, right? Is it that? Is that the way it goes? If, After uh, two years, yeah, they, you, you, you get the money to, back. You have to return it. But uh, I, I think this is not 
uh, like people saying, oh, he's Atkins, Atkins got dry powder. I don't think it's by choice. I think they just couldn't find someone to buy with all their money. So they're going to have to split, split it into two is what because he's, he's got to return the money if he doesn't invest it. So he'll invest it. It's just a matter of when and who again. He's so, got some time. He's got some time. Yeah. What it's, do you think? You're a shareholder, Spencer. I know. So are you are, holding uh, on to it? I don't think yeah, the target's right. good enough. That's my opinion. Right. Okay. So last night I was like, like my first reaction was, oh, really? This? Uh, a record label? But the more I read and the more I thought about it, I was like, wait a minute. This is like a real business. This is not a pipe dream. This is not a uh, a company that has revenue projections out 10 years down the line and like some ungodly assumptions, right? This is This is not helicopters on the moon right this is like this is a real business so i hate it a little bit less this morning i don't hate it as much as i did last night because they have real revenue they're growing and it's 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 a it's a real company with 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 a a known business that is a known commodity this is not they're not building any new technology that may or may not work uh, with new business models, no, it's like this is a thing that we all know, and I didn't realize how how big the company was in the first place. Or this deal values them at what forty billion dollars. Well, I think that's the biggest issue I have too. Is is Universal worth forty billion dollars? I, I mean, that's what I. That's right. what they're valuing at. So you could say, as investors, you know, if they're hitting the stock, they're saying it's not worth forty bill. I mean, I kind of tend to agree with that. I mean, I think that reaction that you just said, I can't believe it's worth that kind of money. I think I have that reaction too. I'm like, Universal Music worth $40 billion? But Really? But I mean, this is they, they have revenue. Yeah. They have, Do they, they have the revenue to justify that? They have earnings. Like, <laughs> none, none, most facts can't say that. So in that sense, I kind of like it. You know what I mean? No, ten know. cent. Uh, we get someone put in ten cent is valued at TME at uh, at twenty six billion. So I don't know. It's not groundbreaking. At least it's not a uh, EV company, right? What about Warner? Company. What's Warner's valuation? Uh, Chat saying nineteen. Is uh, Universal the like? I I, I yeah. honestly don't know. That I don't have the financials for Universal Music Group in front of me. You know, obviously private so i don't know if we can hunt that down but it'd be interesting to just see on a valuation metric does it have the you know the the financials to justify a 40 billion dollar valuation i guess we know we're also in this market that fundamentals don't matter but i mean in certain cases they do so be a good exercise maybe we do that over the weekend and analyze and come back to it but my initial instincts are i don't think the target's name is good enough and i don't think the I, I was shocked at the valuation. So it's two reasons to sell. My instinct was not sexy, but real, right? Real business. Mm-hmm. Real not an EV, not an EV concept. Right. Not not hovercrafts on Mars, right? <laughs> real, real business. Yeah. With, with with numbers that you can actually project and not like totally make up or pull out of your pull out of your ass, right? Like real real numbers. So. In that respect, I like it. So, am I still, am I selling today? No, I am not selling today. Um, I, I want to see how this shakes out a little bit, um, but I'll have it on my radar for sure. I'll have it on my screen, um, which I don't normally do. But anyway, it's down two dollars. Um, in, the, in the one thing to consider is that typically on the deals, you know, and before they actually do the merger over, but they usually don't trade too far below par. 
So, you know, it's not like I think it's going to 15 or anything. The downside is probably 20 at this point in time. Um, 22 has been the low. It bounced off that in the pre-market too. So maybe that's even the downside. So is there the potential to bounce off the 22? I know Big Beat last night was buying a 22. Nice job because it's 23. Um, I think there's some support down there at 22. I think you got huge support probably at 20, which is par. I just, like you said, I don't think it's sexy enough. How does thing get to thirty four dollars in uh in what in February? Well, well I mean, and you know I don't often sell the top, but <laughs> I think I sold a thirty two or thirty three box. I had this for a long time, and I sold half of it up there because I was like, this premium is just too much. I'm like, we were looking at it. I was like, you know what? You know he's gonna really have to have an awesome deal to justify a sixty percent premium. So I think my first sale was 32 or 33 bucks. I'd have to go back and look. And then I sold the rest of it at 28. Um, obviously, Why are we even talking about valuations? Just because the premiums are too high. In, in valuations and in sales and stuff like that. Why are we even talking well, about that? Well, because on 99% of the market, it still matters. <laughs> so I know it's, it's fun to think yes, that nobody cares about fundamentals. But and 99% of the stock But the, the 1% still gets 99% of the no, market not, coverage. The ni- well, the 1% gets 99% of the media attention. And that's why we've intentionally moved away from AMC to a certain extent this morning here, because we did have to show on AMC. I mean, you know, like Mark said, it is somewhat of a sideshow, uh, but, you know, it's a good sideshow. Like, I love the popcorn intro. I love, you know, the, the whole story of this, you know, and bringing it back to AMC. The CEO was on that Trace Trades last night. I watched that. I mean, you know, that person did a great job interviewing. The interview was enlightening to a certain extent just showing how much the CEO wants to be connected with his shareholder base. So there's lots of interesting yeah. things. And maybe we can come back and talk about that too. But AMC is a very interesting story. Oh, definitely. You know, definitely. so that's the more, but but fundamentals, maybe they don't matter on AMC, but they do matter on everything else. Can I just tell you what my channel check revealed last night? It was empty there. Granted, I was there at eight o'clock on a, on a Thursday, but there was nobody there. <laughs> the parking lot was empty. There was nobody inside. There's nobody in the theater. <laughs> Again, it, it was open, wide open. It, yeah, eight o'clock on a Thursday. Which one? Actual. Which which one did you go to? Uh, Livonia, which is the, the because the one by me closed. It's very disappointing. Yeah, can the, can the, you still I, rent the whole theater? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you can do that. How, how much is the so? So I, I had a buddy I didn't, that I didn't did, ask, but I, well, I had a buddy that did this in Indiana. He rented the whole theater for ninety nine bucks, and he had like you know his family, twenty five of them or something, went in there. The whole entire theater, but this was a month and a half ago. I just asked him, can you still that do that? And he sent me a link. Yep, you can still in Indiana rent the whole entire AMC movie theater for, depending on the movie, some were $199 and some movies were $99. Yeah. For the whole entire movie theater. I mean, this doesn't sound like the business that's, you know, kicking ass and taking names. So I know, you know, we want to believe that, but this is still disconnected from fundamentals. Yes, it is. Um, and with regards to that interview that the, the CEO of AMC did did last night, uh, I watched most of it. Uh, they spent a lot of time talking about like semantics of um, of, of of the of the offering and, and the share count and future offerings. Um, and I thought that was a little bit weird. Just to clarify something, because there's, there's a lot of information out there that I think yesterday was was wrong. The offering from yesterday, those shares were not sold in april there was people saying those shares were sold in april they weren't the offering yesterday was pursuant to a shelf offering that was filed in april shelf offering just means that hey we are telling you now that we like might do an offering 
in the future. We might not, but we might. We're going to give ourselves the option. And then that that's what they did yesterday. And then I've never seen an offering um, get get done on the same day, which is what happened. They announced the offering yesterday morning, 11.5 million shares. By 1 o'clock, they were like, we're done. It's done. Sold all of them. We're good. That That's incredibly fast. Yeah. That is really fast. At the market offering is different than you know uh, having to go price it and all that, but still really really fast. I thought that was very interesting yesterday. Um, on the it's AMC. all interesting. I mean, it's funny. And Joel, this is your fault, by the way, that you brought this back to AMC. <laughs> We're actually going strong. We're, it's all in the back of our minds. AMC, AMC. We can't stop thinking about it. We were kind of rolling along on the show, talking about okay. stocks that were not AMC. It's okay. And all of a sudden, Joel had to bring it back to that. Now I forgot what stock we were even talking about. It's okay because in five minutes we have the, we're four minutes we have the jobs number. So, jobs. Okay. Number. So we'll talk about the jobs number for a minute, and then we'll bring it back to AMC. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, and we do have earnings. We'll get to earnings, and maybe we should do one earnings report now. Sure, let's <laughs> do it. Yeah, I was going to say DocuSign because it was like the biggest gainer after hours. Um, DOCU, and their numbers were good. They beat on the EPS, beat on sales, and they uh, reported strong guidance uh, for the quarter and for the year. This is strong sales guidance. Uh, nice after hours movement for DocuSign. Tech is still back in favor. So, I mean, and obviously we had an ugly day yesterday in some of the mega casts, but smaller growth tech is still, you know, yes, Kathy had a rough day yesterday. So maybe you got to take yesterday's out. But overall, there's still this buy the dip mentality in tech. And you are seeing some tech stocks hold up. You know, this didn't even dip, are holding up on better earnings. A week and a half ago or two weeks ago, if you're reporting earnings and you're tech, they were hitting you. But now it's like, oh, no, people want to own these stocks again. So I don't know if that's going to change again or not. Obviously, we follow the rotations very closely here. But I still say, even despite yesterday's tape and tech, there's still this mentality of, I kind of want to own some tech stocks. So DocuSign, um, it's up 12 bucks. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Joel? I mean, it it's up and it's it's not leaking at all. I mean, it's holding know, strong. Yeah, it's holding strong. I I can't remember what the stock was uh last week. Maybe it was like a Viva Systems, and it, it opened up higher. And it, you know, you, you kind of look for like, oh, is this going to hold? I don't know how far back it was, and it just kept on going and going and going. So uh, if you're trading this, there's a lot of room on you know, of course, on the upside. Just someone really had wants to own it here. It. Uh, Let's call it about 205, but then, you know, they've had to bump it up like 205, 206. So keep an eye on that. If it loses that, then, yeah, you can work your way into this bar. But just see, maybe someone's stuck short or just trying to prop it up. But pre-market high is 208.44. And you're wide open here on the dailies. Uh, What's this one? Uh, This high. Oh, you're through that high. Maybe you get a gap fill today if you get really crazy. Uh, you got a gap between, I'd be a little tempted if it got between 1298 and 1379. That's, I mean, this is a $200 stock. That's not too far away. Okay. Uh, real fast before the jobs number, uh, Mitch, come on. Cause Mitch added a new YouTube code. There's now a second YouTube code to enter and win a free share of Tesla. Mitch, well, what's that new YouTube code you added? Yo, yo, what's going on, guys? Definitely, definitely. I love the popcorn. So this might have been a tribute to Spencer, even though I didn't even know it when I made it. Let's go ahead, guys. Check it out, guys. Hit the Gleam link. This is your chance. One free share of Tesla. I mean, I I, I know I've been asking for Raz. You'll slide one over. But guys, AMC Apes 
is the secret code, guys. Go ahead and get your three extra entries, guys. So definitely check it out. All right. And we should mention uh, Mitch did a great interview yesterday with one of the main – there are a handful of – uh, main AMC streamers, Mitch. Mitch was able to get Matt Corzon. Uh, highly recommend watching Money Mitch. Uh, it was last night at six o'clock. They went for about thirty-five. Well, Matt and Mitch went for about twenty minutes or so. Uh, highly recommend that. The link is on our YouTube channel. Check that out. It is not eight twenty-nine. We are twenty seconds away from this jobs number. Just so everyone knows what we're looking for here this morning, we are expecting for non-farm. Uh, where's my Where's my screen? I went wide. I lost my wait. I, I have the information pulled up and then I lost it. Oh man. Uh, hold on one second. Jeez, what a morning. There we go. Okay. Uh, non farm payroll is expected to come in at 650,000 for May uh, versus a number of 266,000 in April. Unemployment expected to drop below 6%. We're looking for a 5.9% reading on the unemployment number. And here we go. Where are we going? Where are we going? Where's we're that? going up. We're up above four points. Where's that number? Joel, how are we looking? Where's uh, Joel starts up. Look, we just hit 202, uh, 42.02, uh, interday high from right, yesterday. Uh, the, the number for non-farm payroll is a little bit light, 559,000. Again, I said the number, the estimate was 650. So a little bit light. Uh, compared to the estimate, but still well above April's figure. Remember, April yeah, that was, was April was a two hundred and sixty-six thousand. That was a big miss. Uh, they'll probably revise that higher, I, I would presume. Uh, but anyway, so non-farm payroll is a smidge light, five fifty-nine compared to the estimate of six fifty. Unemployment actually fell below the estimate, though. We are now down to five point eight percent unemployment versus a 5.9% estimate and a 6.1 uh, reading. Uh, I'm sorry, 6.1. Re- uh, yeah, I got that right. 5.9 estimate, 6.1 reading in, in, in April. So unemployment fell below estimates. Uh, number of new jobs came in a little smidge below as well, but still well above where we were last month. All in all, the headline doesn't seem that bad to me. It's not bad. The market doesn't think it's bad at all. We've uh, popped up as high as 4206. Uh, only relevant number I have in that area was Thursday's close, or excuse me, to uh, Wednesday's close of 0650. Now we came up a little shy on that. So that would be my focus number uh, for the remainder of the session. I, I think just with the, the trading range that we had for the last eight days, we broke, you know, we busted out of the trading range and now we're right back in it. So let's just call, you know, the battle for 4,200. That Once again, that's going to be, Going to be the level all time closing high. You got to get about another 20 handles higher. That's 25 and a quarter. Uh, we sniffed that on Monday, but boy, oh boy, there were sellers out there. So just we're, we're just back. We're stuck. And really, this jobs number is not, not doing much to move us out of this trading range. Still within striking distance of all time high. The trend's up. The trend's your friend. And here we are 42.04.50, up 13 and a quarter handles. We've already had. The 40-point range so far. That's just about the average expected nine-day trading range. Uh, I like what Pamela Brown said. Woohoo! We're not as deep in the quicksand. Oh, yep, Pamela, that, that's about right. <laughs> we're not as deep in the quicksand. Uh, progress, incremental, nonetheless, is still progress. Uh, all right, it is 8.32. I saw a couple messages in chat. 
that you, they couldn't put the link to the contest up. Uh, let, let me work on that in a second. In the meantime, let me bring on our man who joins us every Friday, Marcus Heidkarter from Rockwell Trading. And I would presume that he's having a pretty good week here. Marcus, oh, yeah. good morning, sir. He's good back. morning. How are you doing? I well, No, the question is, how are you doing? Much better this week. <laughs> Could have guessed. Ride, baby. Ride, ride it. Ride those <laughs> Ride it down and ride it up. So the big I know question. that you're all rooting for me as we're soon all as you see right popping. The whole week, I love Marcus. It. The whole did, week. Did, we've been, we did you get out? Uh, no, not yet. <laughs> uh, because <laughs> I'm, I'm still slightly below my break. Even. Let me show you what I did here. Yeah, uh, if see. I can share my screen. So... Right, the trade that I got stuck in again, I uh, got the first at uh, 2150, was able to lower my cost basis to 1579. My break even, my break even is uh, somewhere around 1440, 41, um, around this. So, this were yesterday, well, we kind of came close and I was tempted. And this is when I saw, oh my gosh. I was actually able to sell the 1550 call. Let me just show you here. <laughs> so the 1550 call for 51 cents. Now, I'm trading 100 lot. And uh, when trading 100 lot, this means in additional premium, $5,100 in additional premium. Now, what does this do? Why would I do this? Well, because it lowers my break even by another 51 cents. So this means that my break even is now at 1390. And this is where we are back in business because lazy this boyfriend morning, on the couch. Right? Huh? <laughs> He's working again. I'm working it. I'm working <laughs> it. So this morning uh we are at uh, 1344. So I'm very close to my break even here. Uh, I, I told you, I mean, uh, I am determined to get out of this, at least with a small profit here. Um, I, I might bail and go out with a small loss, but it, it would ruin my track record. But anyhow, so... Oh, he's have you ever taken a loss before? Pardon? Like, have you ever taken a loss before? Nope. nope. You've never taken a loss? Nope. What? With this, with this, I mean, in trading, yes, of course, tons of loss. With this particular strategy, no. With the wheel strategy, where I'm selling puts and then um, selling calls against it, no, I've not. Did you consider? I mean, like putting an order out at like fourteen forty one, or staggering it around there, and just like you know, washing your hands of the whole thing? I mean, after... Hey, you know what? I, yesterday, yes, I, it was very tempting. Uh, but then with, with the rally that is going on right now, I thought, okay, you know what? If it, if it closes above 15.50 by next Friday, because uh, this is the, the calls that I have, so they're expiring in seven days. If it closes above 15.50 by next Friday, my shares are getting called away anyhow. So, and, and then I'm done with this. So they're getting called away. I'll probably end up making $15,000 on this or something like this. And uh, I, and I'm fine. If for whatever reason next week, we are not getting there. Yes, I'm definitely considering it, closing it at a small loss. And right now, uh, if we take just a look at uh, the PL, So I already collected around $10,000 in premium. Uh, since it hasn't closed yet, the, the new $5,000 uh, that I just uh, collected yesterday, they have been added to my buying power, but they are not reflected here. So this would be an additional $5,000, which would be $15,000. And I see right now uh, I'm down $15,000, so $10,000 down. 
it's not bad at all because uh, for the year overall, I'm sitting at around uh, 88,000 uh, that is realized thus far. So we'll see. I mean, uh, just a small, uh, small pop and uh, we should be good there. Yeah, but I, I was also able to to load up yesterday when we finally had a down day. Jeez, I mean, all week just, I mean, scratching at new all-time highs, scratching at new all-time highs. But then uh, finally yesterday, a down day, and this is when I went shopping. So, What'd you do? Oh, uh, as you can see, all across the board. Let me just uh, share this so that you see, because um, it's easier to show it on the charts. So first of all, Apple. I mean, Apple yesterday, uh, was trading lower, as you know. So I sold uh, the 121 put because I said, you know what? If Apple goes below 121, I'm fine owning it. And this is a one-day trade. This expires today, right? Uh, this morning, Apple is up to 123.84. So this might just expire worthless. But I wouldn't mind owning Apple at 121. That would be okay for me. Uh, also, uh, yesterday, apps uh, popped up on the scanner, um, Digital Turbine. I was able to sell the, the 56 for a one-day trade, and this morning they're trading at 67. So this was all, I mean, this is where sometimes the markets just say, hey, uh, would you like to have some money? And I said, uh, yeah, please, I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, it, it doesn't have happen often, and this is where it's important that you're not getting too greedy here. So let me just show you exactly on APPS, for example, what I did. Uh, or let's go back to Apple. Uh, so Apple, I sold eight for 21 cents. So that's uh, $168. So it, it's not a lot, but it's a one-day trade, $168 here. So another uh, apps, I was able to sell 18 for $15. How much is that? That's like uh, around $300, $280, right? Uh, and it's it's again, it's a one-day trade. LUV, I'm finally back. Airlines are back. I, I mean, airports are crammed. Uh, TSA is uh, reporting uh, record uh, travelers here. So yesterday I saw LUV Southwest uh, popping up. I uh, had a down day yesterday. And again, down days are just perfect for selling premiums. And this is what I do here, uh, selling premiums. So here the strike price of 57, they're trading at 58.66 right now. As long as they stay above this, I just keep the premium. If not, I would buy, uh, how many did I trade here? Uh, how many shares? Uh, let's just see. Love was uh, 18. So if they're trading below, I'm getting 1,800 shares of uh, of Southwest. And I'm, you know what? I'm absolutely fine with this. At that level, I'm okay doing this. And here's why. This is where sometimes it helps to go out a little bit and show uh, the bigger picture. So I'm switching to a weekly chart. So if you're looking at a weekly chart here, we see that uh, before the pandemic, <clears throat> uh, Southwest has been pretty much camping out right up here. And this is a level between uh, 52 and 64. So I'm okay buying it somewhere in the middle or maybe even at the, at the lower level of the range here. That is okay. So if Southwest, for whatever reason today, dips below 57, I'm okay owning this. So I've, I don't have a problem with this. And that's the, the first rule and the most important rule when you're trading this strategy, right? And I mean, for me, when I look at a stock, I always ask myself, okay, am I okay if I'm getting assigned owning this stock at this strike price? And uh, I am. Uh, another one, uh, LVS. I am actually in LVS. I own shares uh, at uh, at $58. And this is where I have just been collecting premium like crazy. I've been able to sell calls at the 59 level, at the 58 level. So the shares are slightly down here. But let's go uh, just 
to see LVS, uh, what we did here. So the shares right now are down uh, around $2,100, but already collected $5,300 in premium. So even if I would close out the shares right now, my break even is way below the 58 that I got assigned it. So I would still make $3,200, approximately 3,196 to be exact. So, but right now I'm just having too much fun there because uh, take a look at this. So today, so I, I I don't have I only have the shares I don't only have the shares in uh, LVS so I have uh, 1700 shares. Yesterday uh, for the 58 call, let's just uh, go to trade and uh, to next week out. So the 58 call yesterday, the last traded price was 67 cents. Uh, so let's say this morning. I mean this morning they're slightly up. So they're up uh, what 50 on oh, slightly yeah not slightly up, a lot up, up a percent. So 57.37. So let's just say that I would get these 65 cents again. And uh, how many shares do I have here? I need to double check. Uh, it's 1,700. Uh, so this would mean uh, 1,700. Uh, so this uh, times, uh, let me do this again. That didn't work at all. <laughs> okay. Uh, because I would sell 17, uh, 17 options times $60. How much is this? Let me use my handy dandy calculator. I mean, this is probably like a thousand bucks or something like this, right? Does that make sense? 17 times 60. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So this would be another thousand twenty dollars that I can collect in premium from selling calls. So this is like, woohoo. And with this up move this morning, I'm pretty sure that I can probably uh, get $80 this morning. So that's not bad at all. So I'm okay. I'm okay hanging on to LVS right now because even though the shares are down, if I can collect another $1,000 in premium here, I'm just a happy camper. I'm, I'm happy uh, collecting premium here. And as you can see, it's not a really a whole lot, but it all adds up because Penn uh, was also a nice one-day trade. Yesterday uh, went down. I was able to sell it here, uh, a strike of uh, 75 and as you can see this morning, they're already trading up at uh, 80, 18. So uh, yesterday was just a day where the market said, yeah, would you like to have some money? And I said, sure. Um, right. We talked about this. Starbucks came up. Question about the ride. So you lowered your cost basis. So what's the plan here? What's the plan? Honestly, uh, to get called away next week. So uh, the idea here is for ride. So right now I own um, 100 calls I sold. So minus 100 calls at a strike price of 1550. So if we, and this is uh, expiring next week. Uh, next week is what, June 11? Yep. So if they're closing above 1550, I'm getting called away. So this means since my cost basis is 1579, I would lose $2,900 uh, on the stock, but in premium, I collected around $17,000. So this would leave me with around $15,000 in profit if this is getting called away, uh, meaning that it has to close above $15,50. If not, if not, I will just keep selling calls, get premium, and keep driving down uh, my break-even price here. Uh, because right now, I mean, take a look at this. It's it's almost as crazy as AMC. Well, not as crazy as AMC, but uh, the oh, implied it's, volatility. It's pretty crazy, though. It's pretty crazy, though. The, the implied volatility 
is 233% for today, 173% for next week. This is tons and tons of premium because we know if the implied volatility is high, this is when premiums are high. So it is just insane where the market say, hey, would you like to have some premium? Do you have some shares and would, would you mind selling some calls? We will give you a lot of premium there and say, all right, if you want to give me a lot of premium, I'll take that. So. Um, just in comparison, AMC, uh, which is absolutely insane, uh, but the implied volatility here is only 500%. It's only 500%. So ride in terms of implied volatility and crazy premiums is almost there. I mean, it's a, it's a third of it, but uh, that's still good. Most of, I uh, see, uh, if you're going to Apple, for example, that I've been trading yesterday, the implied volatility is 52% for this week. So that's not a whole lot. LUV. So most of the stocks have usually an implied volatility of 40 to 60. Here also for this week, 75%, usually around 35%. Uh, so Penn is probably a little bit higher. Um, no, it's not Owen, it's Penn. There we go. Uh, so it's a 70% to 60%. So having right here with 170%, it's just juicy, juicy, juicy premium. All right, uh, Marcus Heidkotter is the founder of Rockwell Trading. To learn more, hear more, go to rockwelltrading.com slash Benzinga. Marcus, I can't believe we're here, but here we are. Uh, you're getting there. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk to you again next week and see how this, uh, see if you've been uh, all the way. Called away or not. We'll find all out. All the way. Yep. All right. Thanks. I'll let that. you know. Okay. Have a great day and a great weekend. Thanks. All right. Um, there was a couple things in chat that I wanted to get to, but as a reminder, everyone, uh, this is the. Uh, this is the extent of our normal programming for the day. After we end here today, uh, we got the day two of the Cannabis Capital Conference coming up right here on YouTube. So you can go to BZ Cannabis or just stay here, stay on our channel. And we got another full day of presentations. We've got uh, Sundial presenting today. I think they're at like 1210. We've got True Leave. They're at like 910. So we got a lot of stuff happening today at the CCC after we're done here. Um, there was a lot of tickers being thrown out in the chat. Someone mentioned Ford. It's at $16 this morning. Oh, Holy wow. cow. I pulled a dentist and I sold too early. Ha. Uh, what are you going to do? I, 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 I pulled a Joel and I held too long. <laughs> yeah, I'm still really in. got a boost from the, from the GM news, right? That uh, they're increasing production off of, uh, you know, the chip shortage. It's easing. They're really jamming this up in the pre-market. I think someone has a, boatload of the 16 calls and they're getting them in the money here uh at least off the open uh six, 16.50 might be some stock there in the book 16.58 is the high but uh opened up and just paused at the pair of highs at 15 took that out with ease and added a stick i think this is the highest ford has been I was looking back, I think sometime in 2015. I don't think you have another another monthly high in this one until, yep, this monthly high was at 1774. We haven't been over 16 since uh, April. Yep, April of 2015. So nice movement forward. And what? GM, same thing. They, yeah. they goosted in the pre-market and it just kept on going. New old-time. No, new all-time high. All-time high, Jim. Not by a wide margin, but nonetheless trading up in the pre-market today as well. Still well, long both GM and Ford. Um, 
What if, I mean, look at where in January, where we were when, you know, the hype was all about EV and the hype was all in the SPACs and the hype was all in Tesla. Tesla was $880. And yep. look at what has materialized since then. It's been what we've talked about is traditional automakers have been the best play in EV. And we knew the F-150 was coming. We've talked about that for a long time. Uh, but, you know, it's not just, you know, Ford and GM. Look at Toyota. Look at Toyota. Look at the move that that's had since the beginning of the year. Look What's at the symbol Honda, on that one? TM. Yeah, it, you know, it, and it's it, been it's been going, you know, just parabolic here. I Ooh. actually had this long and I sold it and I shouldn't have sold it. I'm still long Honda HMC. That one's been going too. I bought that about twenty. I bought that about a month and a half ago in the twenty nines, and obviously it's up here at thirty three now. So it's been a good one too. So I'm long GM, Ford, and Honda. I was long Toyota too. I decided I had too much, too many automakers, and I sold the Toyota. And I shouldn't have done that. I also got spooked because um, the market started selling off a bit. And I was up in Toyota. I was like, ah, I don't want this to roll over. So lowered my exposure to equities and I shouldn't have sold Toyota. But I mean, this is what's happened. You've seen all those hopium trades have actually come off and went into the companies that actually produce cars and are going to be making these. What a so, novel concept. We, we talked about this months ago. It's not we got some track. heat. We got some major heat, heat from the chat. Heat. Major heat. Major heat. It's worked. The Ford long, GM long, short Tesla has oh. been working very, very well for it. And it didn't work, obviously, for two for years. years. I, yeah, I think we were true. way early on it, but um, thank God I wasn't short the Tesla. <laughs> but, I mean, it's working now. Um, Dan Nathan said he thinks Tesla could eventually see 400. I was like, hey, you must listen to pre-market prep because I've been saying that for a while here. Is 400 is my price target on Tesla as well, long-term price target. I still think rallies to be sold in Tesla. I think that gap where we went, you know, it's, you know, everybody's you know, going to be buying a Tesla. It's not going to be the case. There's going to be so much competition. There's going to be so many other EVs out there. And I think you're going to see that electric F-150 everywhere. So I'm still long Ford. I sold half back around, I don't know, a couple months ago I sold half. I shouldn't have sold half. I sold half, I think, when it almost got a double because, what, we bought about seven. And then it went up to almost 14. And then I always like, you know, when the stock almost doubles or doubles, a lot of times from long-term investment, I take half out. And then I'm playing with complete with the house's money. Uh, but yeah, Ford and GM have been good. It's not just those guys. It's all the ones that trade on the OTC markets that trade overseas, right? Like Nissan, like Porsche, Volkswagen. Volkswagen has been doing this weird short squeezy thing. Uh, there's a lot of these guys. Uh, Stella, someone mentioned, right? Uh, the company formerly... Fiat Chrysler, STLA, same story there too, right? Uh, Did that finally move? Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, they're all going. They're all they've, oh, yeah. they've all been going. They've all been going. So this is not new. This and and, and a great point here. Um, who just said it in the chat? There, I just saw it go by. Um, the only car company where is it? Uh, he was saying in California, the only electric cars I see. Tesla's the only EV cars I see in LA. Marco was saying. Yep. Yeah, you know what? That's true. Right now, we're seeing just Teslas as EV because these ones are just coming. They're coming. But you know what? In two, three years, you're going to see a lot of EVs from a lot of different companies. And this is what the market is anticipating, is that it's not only going to be Tesla's EVs everywhere. It's going to be every other auto company's EVs everywhere as well. So I think this market is anticipating what we're eventually going to see. You're going to see these electric F-150s everywhere. You're going to see electric cars from every other automaker everywhere. So it's not just going to be Teslas everywhere. And that's what the market had its blinders on for a long time, saying every single electric car is going to be a Tesla. It's all about Tesla. And the market's blinders are off now. And that's why you're seeing this revaluation of traditional automakers as they realize 
that a lot of people are going to trade their gas guzzling cars in to, in for, for the EV. EVs. Like yeah. I have an F one fifty, I'm probably going to trade in for an electric F one fifty. I'm not just you know, it's not just me. We got Jason Rasnick here from Miami. Where are you, Raz? In Miami? Miami crypto event. But yes, the market is finally catching up to me on the electric move. <laughs> um, Ford, GM, um, not my top five biggest position, but top 10 for sure. Um, I have to say, Luke alerted me, um, Hot Sox Luke, to Ford at $10. I've owned Ford. Well, pre-market prep alerted to you at seven, Jason. Yeah, we were all, so that's when we all bought it. It was seven well, on the pre-market prep show. I missed a couple episodes then. <laughs> I, I messed up because I bought it at 1070. I sold 30% of it at 14 and then I have the rest riding. But um, Ford is slow to the game, but they're coming back. Now, it's not the it's not going to be the long-term play, in my opinion. I think you'll see it hot, top out at 22 because their model is not set up for profitability with electric cars. Wait. They're going to get hurt a lot. It's going to have a lot of problems because the whole service model is messed up, and that's where Ford makes a lot of their revenue. So this is, this is exciting in the short term. But long term, it's going to be a whole change to the automotive industry. Jake, um, you know what else is exciting? This is exciting. We are about to hit 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. Oh, we, we got almost we are 100. Oh, wait. Come on. Don't subscribe. Say something. We're full. Whoever gets 100,000 100, gets a free share of Tesla. Or how does this work? We pick. Yeah, well, we, we, we've got the Glean contest. The contest actually ends today. Uh, now we're three away. How and are you showing it like that? That's. I'm cool so thing. excited. I'm so excited. I'm in the back here. I'm just yeah, watching. Mitch, Mitch screwed up. He put it on our Slack today that we're at 100,000. We all thought. No, read. Hey, no, we did it. Boom, baby. Boom. 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 100,000. Hey, look at it. Look, we're flying oh, right go, now. Go, yeah. go, go, yeah. go, go, go. Yeah. Let's go. Look at that. Another 40. Running some stops there. 200,000. Go, go. There's 200,000. This is 200K. 200K, two shares of Tesla. Dennis said the S word yesterday. I did. Yep. I, what did I say it on? I, I did say it. I remember saying it. I know. Joel Joel texted me after. Yeah. I get in trouble for that, Jason. Nobody like, likes that. Joel is like, uh, yeah, he some, he was grew up in like, I don't know, a monastery. You know what the problem, too, is my six-year-old has started saying that S word, too. And I was like, he said it like when he was four. And I, I slipped up. It's coming from me. And I said, I said S H I T. And my dad was right there. And Spencer, and Spencer looks at me. And when he was four years old, he says, "What's shit? What's shit?" And my dad was all over. He said, "Ship." He said, "Ship," like sailing the ship. And Spencer, was like, oh, oh, I say, okay. My dad. my dad with a huge save. Anyways, he's figured out now that it actually is not ship. It is actually S H I T. So he's turning seven, and this is his first cuss word. And I'm like. Oh, so it begins. He knows now. I'm like, I'm trying to keep him, you know, not from saying that, but it's a common one that's set out in the world. So ship worked for a while, but now he's saying that. Well, word, I so. remember as a kid, I used to confuse uh, in my head shit and shoot. I thought shoot was the bad word. Shit <laughs> was the good word. And I used to say to all the sheltered lives. I, I just had to, my mom had to really tell me, no, I, you can say shoot. You can't say the other one. <laughs> I got to get back to the moment. Put the counter on the 100,000 again. All right. All right. I the hundred thousand guys is because of Zinger Nation, the all the shows, everyone's hard work. Mitch came on last year. We were like at fourteen thousand, um, and it's just a lot of hard work. We didn't do it the sleazy way. There's a lot of channels that do a lot of hacking and stuff like that. We're you know 
We just do it by providing good content. That's it. Compare our channel to other channels. Some of the best content you're going to get, debate, liveliness, truth. Like, you know, if we make a mistake, we'll call it out. Um, I think, I, I don't know if I told you guys, I think I did last week that I bought BGFV at 189 and 164 and sold it at 250 It's at $35 today. I don't own a, I do not own a share of it. Okay. So we're going to call out like dumb trades like me. And if you ask me why I sold BGFV, I have no reason other than I wanted to reduce margin. So shouldn't have sold it. But that's what the show's about. Um, Dennis, Joel, Spencer, Mitch, everyone's giving their real trades, their real ideas. And it's a, this is a congrats to the listeners, not us, because we're here for you guys. We're here. Yeah. We're here. Yeah, we're just here, right? Like, we're here talking at what we do, right? Yeah. I mean, w- without them, we'd be talking to ourselves, which I guess is fine, but not as fun. So Wait, hold on. We, we got some fake news. Um, Ian Tucker said that Voyager 9% is federally insured, but it, it is definitely not federally insured. Definitely uh, not federally insured. USDC is not federally insured, Ian Tucker. If you can find where I said that, I will send you one thousand dollars. If you can't find <laughs> where I, if you can't find where I said that, then you have to send me a hundred dollars, Ian Tucker. I think we asked. Not- we actually yeah. asked you that a, a few weeks ago. I remember, and you said it, it's not insured. I mean, no. that's the one. Nobody's insuring nine percent. No one, nine percent yield. Nobody's insuring that. No one, no one. If, if, if there is federal insurance on nine percent, Ian Tucker, you oh, everybody's there. There's a lineup outside the door for us. Yes, you you literally raise up twenty billion dollars this morning, Ian Tucker. Yeah, you, uh, you got to. You sometimes you got to like think it out. And if it's too good to be true, I say usually it is. So this this USDC, I have some money in it, but I'm I'm cautious on it too. I mean, I it's. Safer than a lot of other things, but it's not completely safe. It's if not the company safe. goes down, you'll probably yes. lose your deposit. That's the risk. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right. So, um, yeah, great hard work. I know we have the cannabis event today, so Spencer wants me to shut up and get to a stock or something, but go ahead, Spencer. No, no, I was going to say, and I, before I forget, because I, I, I almost forgot to mention this, uh, Russell Rebalance list out later today, probably at the close. So I know Dennis will be trading that at 4 o'clock. Uh, they're going to put their first list out of stocks that are being added and stocks that are being removed from the Russell indexes. There's like billions, I think, no, maybe trillions of dollars tied to these indexes. Uh, the first list comes out today, again, I think at the close, probably around 4 or 4.30, and then they revise it into every week until the rebalance at the end of the month. So those stocks can move. Be watch, uh, well, watch that today at the close. We're also rebalanced list. Uh, Dennis, Joel, Jason, any final thoughts before we hop? Yeah, I just, I just yeah. have to think about it again. Dennis um, called crypto pretty well. Like three weeks ago, he was like, you got to like, you know, you know, sell some of your stuff or whatever. And then people on Twitter say, Dennis, you're wrong on crypto. Um, you didn't say sell when he did when he did. I don't know what's more annoying is when we're wrong and then people criticize us or when we're right and they criticize us. <laughs> we can criticize no matter what. No matter what. <laughs> yeah, because like USDC, I promise you I never said it's federally insured. And like whatever. And it's so like I'm more annoyed by that, I guess. Fake news. But like Dennis, you called crypto like 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 literally you called it almost to the top and bottom and you got criticized like on it. And then if you find um if you pull up the clips, the truth tells. That's what's so cool about video, the truth tells, you know. And let's not forget Joel like top six crypto back 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 in the day. Did you not? Like in twenty eighteen. 
Oh, you, you, you Joel sold the very top of Bitcoin, like 18000 Oh, really? Yeah, never <laughs> bought it back. Oh, so never bought I'm, it back. All right, I'm gonna, hey, guys, I'm going to hop off. I'll all do right. some uh, tickers. I know you got the cannabis event. I'm going to do some tickers at uh, Pre-Market Prep Plus. So everyone have a good day, and uh, we'll be back with you later on. Jason, all have right. fun. Use some suntan lotion. Thank you. Please. Okay, guys, um, there was two things. When am I getting slimed? I'm assuming – Next week in the office. We're in Miami. We're not at the Moxie Bill. Um, moved to a Marriott, actually, in Biscayne because it's closer to the crypto event. Um, and so we're going to the crypto event for the next two days. We're going to be with Brian Armstrong, CEO of Coinbase, CEO of Voyager. We're going to get a lot of interviews. Dave Portnoy. Um, Luke may stay for the fight Sunday night. With uh, I was going to the fight Mayweather um, and whatever his name is. But I'm not going anymore because I thought the fight was Saturday night, but it's Sunday night, and I can't, um, I can't, you know, make that happen to stay another day. So, anyway, all right, I don't know. Thank all you right. guys. Uh, you guys, are, you, you guys are the best. We appreciate it. Um, you know, and uh, all right, and have fun this Paul weekend. Adler, haters gonna hate. Go have ahead. fun this weekend. All right, uh, Dennis, same to you. Have a good day, and uh, I'll talk to you later. All right, he's gone. All right. Uh, okay. Last thing before I go, and again, the CCC is starting up for today. Uh, the free Tesla share contest ends today. The timing worked out. It ends today. I'm putting the link in there one more time with both YouTube codes. Okay. There is the link. Both Wait, YouTube code. What? I just it? have one last thing. Yeah. Email powerhour at benzinga.com. If you send an email to E-Trade, screenshot it. Say on E-Trade, you want Benzinga News. If you send an email to powerhour at benzinga.com, we will send you swag, Benzinga swag. Send an email to E-Trade, even if you don't use it, that you would use E-Trade if they added Benzinga news. Send an email to powerhour at benzinga.com with your address and shirt size, and we will send you swag. All right. Sorry, Spencer. Right. That's quite all right. All right, everyone, please remember all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes, not for investing or training advice. Thanks to our guests, both Jason and Marcus Heidkotter. To learn more or hear more from Marcus, go to rockwelltrading.com slash Benzinga. The link is up on the screen there. Everyone, have a good rest of your day. Day two of the Cannabis Capital Conference starting right now. Again, we got True Leave speaking in like 10 minutes. We got Sundial at 12.10. This link will redirect to one of those tracks that starts now. The second track starts at about 9.20 or so. And uh, full day of investor presentations, panels, knowledge being shared. Cannot recommend it enough. Don't Stay miss it. It's the best day ever. Okay. It's the best day ever. Uh, I got to find a way to block him. I don't know if I can, though. All right, everyone, have a good rest of your day. Good luck at the opening. Good luck in your tradings. We're at 100,000 and, and 100 now. Let's keep it going. Keep the Momo going. Resistance at 200K. Everyone, have a good rest of your day. Good luck, and I'll see you down the line. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.